Welcome to Awkwards Anonymous, the podcast where two sisters stricken with the disease to please share their experiences and opinions while making a conscious effort to be unapologetically honest. Sorry if anything we say offends you. Oh, shoot. I'm not supposed to say that. Come on, Missy. Hey, Chrissy. How are you? Hey, Missy. I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I... I'm very much so looking forward to the holidays and being off. Yeah. That will be over by the time this episode goes live, but either way. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking so forward to it. I do have to admit that I'm already having, like, pre... It's going to be over soon. Like, then what? <laughs> Instead of just... Oh, staying in the moment. Yeah, like having anxiety about making the most of yeah time off. New Year's is going to come and go, and then it's going to be the abyss Yeah, until spring. That horrendous drag between January and here in America, what's our first holiday? I think it's May. May. Yeah. yeah. We don't have anything off until May unless you use PTO. I mean, we have a shit ton of birthdays. Yeah, But well, they're not our birthdays, so we don't care. So who cares? Sorry, February people, who <laughs> family members who are listening to this, but let's just run this down. So we have Christmas, which is already kind of like financial hemorrhage. Mm-hmm. It just is. No matter how hard you try every year to be like, I'm going to be sensible and I'm going to scale down, I feel like you just never do. And so then February, we turn around, we have my husband's birthday, our dad's birthday, our brother's birthday, Valentine's Day, if you celebrate that or do anything with that. Mm -hmm. And my boyfriend's birthday is on the 1st of March. Yeah. So so basically February. Yeah. And we lump him in typically with like the February birthdays. Am I forgetting anything here? Can we just like all get together and agree to collectively move the birthdays yeah move and separate the birthdays sprinkle them throughout the year yeah may comes around if the sun is finally out people are feeling good and then february they pop out all their babies i don't care to think about it like that but yeah well think about it our brother is the exception because he was like super premature yeah he decided that he was going to come on the worst day of winter that we have had ever i don't remember i don't think that in our entire lives i've ever seen that much snow i remember our grandparents were watching us and we were there was so much snow we were literally able to make igloos yeah and there might be some people listening and they're just like oh you don't understand (laughs) yeah i mean it's all about your context right i'm just saying based on our context it was crazy the neighbor had to come over And help shovel a path so that mom and dad could get home with him. and (laughs) Yeah. And I think the heat went out that year. It was crazy. (laughs) I don't remember that. (laughs) Just to block that one out. Oh, man. Anywho, yeah, we need a break. I am actually taking two weeks off because my husband works at a school and he gets an irrational amount of time off (laughs) for the holidays. I can't stand to be working while he's off. It's mm-hmm. just like a sour grape situation. Yeah. I just get rageful if I have to get up and go to work and he doesn't, so I just take off with him. Yeah. Are you taking any time off? I'm only taking 
The Wednesday before Christmas Eve off. So you'll be off for three days and then two more for the weekend. Yeah. And then it'll be a short week after that because we get uh, New Year's Eve and New Year's Day off. But then they just updated our benefits. <laughs> I should have just taken it. So you're rich and you have incredible benefits. Yeah. Wow. I'm going to be off so much, you guys. She's <laughs> not going to have to work and she's going to be making so much money. So much money. Although... <laughs> I still feel broke. (laughs) (laughs) That's the thing. We talked about it in that episode. It's not about, like, the actual amount. It's about what you're used to. It's about context. So when we say a lot of money, you're talking about it's just an increase. It means that instead of lying and saying that I can afford my house, I can actually sort of afford my house now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm glad this happened before I got into crippling. (laughs) such as life yeah i had something happen this week and i you're gonna be so mad at me oh boy because i just know you're gonna be really you're gonna be really mad at me for telling you this you're gonna wish that i hadn't but too bad you saying that makes me feel like i know where you're gonna go where do you think i'm gonna go i feel like you're gonna tell me something about something paranormal being in my scope of (laughs) Like, at your house where I go, or something with my house, or something with mom and dad's house. Because that is the kind of thing that you could tell me that would make me really mad. Well, now you know. And is you that what it is? <laughs> yes. Whose house am I not going to anymore now? Okay, so, in my dream, it was your house, but it was one of those dreams where I don't know why I thought it was your house, because it wasn't your house. It actually looked like... One of our neighbors when we were a kid, when I, like, woke up and thought about it, I'm like, that's their house, not your house. But your son is involved. Oh, my Lord. (laughs) Which he can be so creepy sometimes. He is, yeah. And it was so simple. But I woke up terrified. Me and my boyfriend were babysitting your son. Your son's sitting on the couch, and I bring him, like, a snack or a cookie or something. And he looks at me, and he's like, well, aren't you going to offer some to Jude? And I look at him, and I'm like, who is Jude? And he goes, well, Jude's over there in that room in the couch, on the couch. I walk over to the room that he's talking about, and I look in. In my dream, I didn't see anything. But when he was like, oh, aren't you going to offer some to Jude? I imagined a little boy. Mm -hmm. And then when I walked into the room... All of a sudden, it was this feeling like, it's not a little boy. It's oh, something else. Chrissy. And then I wake up. I woke up. There's so much wrong with that. <laughs> and to be clear, we know nobody named Jude. Right. No, we don't know anyone named Jude. I had a friend who was like, well, there's a book that we just read called The Cruel Prince, and the main character's name is Jude, but that's a girl. It was just one of those dreams where like, I it startled me awake. As a grown-ass woman, I'm able to go to sleep with my foot hanging out from under the cover or maybe my arm off the side of the bed. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel comfortable doing that. And my boyfriend was even over that night, so I wasn't even home alone. My question for you is, you know how when you have a dream about your boyfriend or your husband or whatever, and you're just, like, nonsensically upset with them? Like, are you, like, ew... Like, get away from me right now. Like, with with my son. Are you feeling like... I'm like, he's disgusting. Not, (laughs) you know, not, like, disgusting, but, like, you freak me out. I'm going to need him. I'm going to need a moment. (laughs) You know, honestly, no. 
And I'm not just saying that because I don't want to be like, you get away from me. (laughs) (laughs) There have been things that he said that's like, don't, that's stop. Yeah. Yeah. Like looking into the closet and staring into the closet and making comments and you're just like, okay, that's enough. Can we move on? I really don't want to. Can we never think about that again? (laughs) (laughs) Aren't you going to offer some to Jude? Isn't that so crazy how literally that's all the dream was? There wasn't any prequel to that. There wasn't anything leading up to it. There wasn't anything after. That's all it was. Yeah. And it, but I feel like a lot of times dreams at some point, you can draw a line from the dream that you had at least loosely to influence in your waking hours right oh i you know i guess i was watching this tv show and the content was about that and oh i was having this conversation with somebody or i overheard something and it all came together in this melting pot of a dream or a nightmare Mm -hmm. i mean is there any (laughs) not really i mean i've i've been trying to think okay what did you watch what did you i haven't read anything scary yeah well and the fact that when you walked into the room, you suddenly were like, this is not a child. Yeah. D- and I didn't see anything in the room. That's the part that kind of freaks me out. Anyway, I didn't really intend for this to be like a spooky episode. <laughs> <laughs> but I just had to share that. Yeah. We can move on if you Yeah, if thank you. I don't... So we talked about the holidays are coming up. And as cliche as this is, I know everybody's like, let's talk about the year. I don't give a shit. Let's talk about the year. (laughs) Okay. I feel like for me, I'm not the same person that I was in 2019. Mm -hmm. I'm a totally different person. And for reasons other than, you know, what's happening to everyone right now, Corona and the elect, just all this craziness that's happening Mm -hmm. between some relationship stuff that I went through and like finally getting this podcast Doing it, just mm-hmm. fucking doing it. Mm-hmm. And then doing it again. Yeah. Because <laughs> someone screwed the pooch. <laughs> I'll flatulate you. It's perfect. <laughs> I just feel like a, a new person. Mm-hmm. You've been reborn. I've been reborn. I am the phoenix from the ashes. <laughs> That's beautiful, Chrissy. Yeah. Maybe not quite a phoenix. Maybe just <laughs> like, you know, when you think a bonfire is dead. and then the wind blows Uh and then it sets the whole forest on fire (laughs) maybe more like that gotcha i was thinking maybe on more that's a pretty powerful rebirth i mean i was thinking more of like the gooey floppy bird that comes out of an egg (laughs) (laughs) i thought that phoenixes didn't come out of eggs well but it's still a bird so i thought of an egg how can a how can a bird flop out of ashes (laughs) i'm just telling you what i envisioned okay all right well that's not so beautiful (laughs) and i guess my analogy with the forest fire is hey i'm better i'm i'm better and i'm bigger but everyone else is destroyed (laughs) i'm better at everyone else's expense (laughs) Yes, I echo that sentiment for a lot of the same reasons. It has been this perfect storm of situations that have forced us to become different people. Mm -hmm. The podcast has definitely, I think we both pretty much, you know, might have the same things to say about how the podcasts have changed us. There's a sprinkling 
of episodes before and after this one that after you listen to them, you'll probably be able to string together that I've been having a really interesting year emotionally Mm -hmm. and dealing with anxiety and depression. And it's just been in full force. And just having to deal with that I guess I hate to play the female card, but it seems to be a theme this year, especially of I am woman and I don't fit in any box Mm -hmm. and just a real focus on that this year. Mm -hmm. I think that is due to a lot of cultural influences and you and me, Mm -hmm. you and me just encouraging each other in that way. And this podcast encouraging us in that way. Right. I feel like it's more, for me, it's more like die and re- rebirth and then die again and then rebirth. And then lots die of again. many rebirths. Yeah. <laughs> Just like. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's more like you almost die and then you get brought back to life. And You're like, you almost no, die again. damn it. Just let me go. <laughs> and I'm sitting here like, no, <laughs> we have to keep the podcast going. <laughs> So this this year, being, you know, being real and honest and a little bit personal for me, this is one of the hardest years of my life. And I'm going to give this disclaimer now, and I'm going to not do it every 30 seconds. Me saying that is not this like, well, everybody else thinks that they've had it bad, but listen to my story. Mm-hmm. I fully acknowledge that there are a lot of people out there that have not been as fortunate as I have been. Mm -hmm. You know, there are lots of people out there who have lost their jobs, who are struggling to figure out, okay, how am I going to get food to the house? And how am I going to juggle working and paying the bills and homeschooling my kids? You know, or people who have lost loved ones. There's just, I don't think that there's a single person in the world right now who can't say 2020 fucking sucks. Mm -hmm. Right. (laughs) It just has been horrible for everyone one way or the other. I think that a lot of a lot of people have made the best out of a bad situation. I just want to make that disclaimer. I'm not saying like, oh, okay, I'm going to stop you right there. What? I'm going to stop you right there, just like you would stop, stop me. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> because that is so true and I'd be saying all the same stuff, but those things do not diminish the way that you have felt and what you've been through. Yeah, Period. that's true. So that's all That's all we're going to say. And you know what? You're living your life. You're not living my life. You're not living those people's lives. You're living your life. Right. It's the only thing you have. It's the only thing you have to talk about. It's the only thing you have context on. Right. So talk about it, girl. It's true. It's very true. I guess I'm going to tell y'all how this has been hard for me. Mm-hmm. Literally January 1st, 2020, I essentially poured gasoline all over my life and lit a match, burnt myself to a crisp. I felt very crispy afterwards. Yeah. To give some background, a lot of what was going on, I was having some pretty major relationship issues. And, you know, we're still together, but we've been together for nine years. We got engaged three years ago. We'd been living together for two years prior to January 1st. Mm-hmm. A lot of the issues that we were having had been going on for a long time, you know, because they really were foundational. And a lot of it I just ignored. You know, it's one of those things where you've got you've got a wound and you just ignore that it's there. And then it just gets worse and mm-hmm. worse and worse until all of a sudden it's this 
big, huge problem. And you're like, why didn't I just put some Neosporin on this? Right. So we had been working on that. But at the same time, I just did not, I felt so, so unsatisfied with my life. You know, Mm -hmm. I just felt like things were at a complete standstill with just everything. I was just feeling like my life was stagnant. There was a lot, even outside of our relationship that I was just so unhappy with. A big part of that was, you know, we had been engaged for a while, but we weren't moving forward. We weren't getting married. There wasn't any end in sight. We were living in a house that we weren't, we didn't even own. We couldn't do anything with the house. It was just so, I just felt like I was in this box. When I say January 1st, I was just so strong and I woke up. This was like, I had to crawl my way with you and mom just like, keep going. You can do it. Let's go. Just continually encouraging me mm-hmm. to do what was right for me. So I woke up and I looked at him and I'm like, something's got to give. I, I still want to be together. And he's worth fighting for, by the way. But I just uprooted everything. And within a week, I was moved back in with mom and dad. And I just felt so raw. I truly, like, it really did feel like I lit myself on fire and all my skin was gone. And I was just in so much pain. (laughs) There were days where I'm just like, I feel like my heart is literally going to break Mm -hmm. and stop. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I'm going to survive this. Yep. That's kind of why I want to talk about this because looking back, I'm still here. I survived it. And that's not all just because well, I am a motherfucking woman. It's because I had you and our parents and our brother and my friends all just like as this big net around me. <laughs> no matter which way I fell, you guys would prop me back up. So I didn't do it on my own, but... Okay, so pause for a quick second. Appreciate the kudos, but, you know, as much as I'm saying this to you, I'm saying this to anybody who is listening, who is on the cusp, who is feeling like you were in January and, you know, the year... Basically how you were feeling in 2019, where you were just like, honestly, I'm sure you didn't really even understand how much your wound had festered until finally you were like you look down and you're like holy shit this thing is pussing and oozing and infected and it fucking hurts (laughs) yeah but up until that moment you were just like man why am i so uncomfortable all the time yeah and so anyway if you know our listeners if you're feeling that way like take a moment take a moment is there are you feeling that way And you're not paying attention to it. Or have you realized that there's something that's not quite right and you're feeling like something's got to give? Listen to this. Let it encourage you. Yeah. Um, I just think that's really important. And, you you know, you're giving kudos to the people that are in your life, which is great. And I want to be here for you and I always will be. And so will all of those other people that you mentioned. But at the end of the day, if you decided you weren't going to do it, you weren't going to do it. There's nothing that any of us did or said to make you jump in a fire knowing fire hurts. Yeah. Fire burns. It will be painful. Yeah. Recovering will be agony. But you did it. You jumped. I don't know. That's all I got to say is, again, for our listeners, support or no support, you are the only one. 
who can make this decision to change your life. Yeah. If something is wrong, if it's like her situation or some other situation, you're the only one. People can encourage you and talk to you and help you. You are the one who has to jump. Yeah. So anyway, back on track to you. You've lit your life on fire. You're burnt and crispy trying to heal from this thing. But also, you know, we say light a fire like it, which would typically destroy everything in its path. But you were really trying to do it in a way that using the Phoenix example that you could be reborn and you could move forward, but you really weren't trying to destroy everything. You know, you wanted to maintain your relationship. You wanted to move forward. Your life was stagnant, but you wanted to move forward with him and you still do. And you guys are working on that. Right. I kind of felt like if I didn't do that, the only way that it would end up is either one or both of us would have been unhappy because I wouldn't have felt fulfilled or he would feel like you're forcing me to have a life that I don't want. Right. And then there would be no other choice but to just either be miserable or not be together. I was so scared to make that decision, you know, because I'm like, oh, I'm going to I'm going to leave and he's not going to care. And he's, you know, everything's going to I'm going to be alone forever. Mm-hmm. And that didn't end up happening. Mm-hmm. But I feel like by doing this, we do have a chance and things are better. Nothing happens overnight. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and that's the other thing is I noticed that there was this all of a sudden, oh, my gosh, I have a a pussing, oozing wound Mm -hmm. and I wanted to snap my fingers and it be gone. Right. Well, that kind of shit doesn't heal overnight. Right. And to take a little bit of, you know, the limelight off of your relationship, it was your job. You know, you just found a new job. But at the time you were just like for fuck's sake like is anything ever going to change and based on what you were talking to me is that you only saw that you were on a sinking ship Mm -hmm. yeah between my job and my relationship and where we were living you know just where we were living where i was putting my head down at night Mm -hmm. you know i just Just felt like i don't have any control over my life yeah i have no control and basically when i woke up on january 1st i'm like I have to take control back. Right. Because if I don't, we're both going to suffer for this. Right. As I went through the healing process after, you know, like the fire was lit and then it was extinguished and then I'm wrapped up in bandages at mom and dad's house <laughs> and they're feeding me soup. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Jacques Souvenir. <laughs> yeah. That's how I felt. <laughs> I did heal and I didn't, you know, I didn't die of a broken heart and we still continued to, to work on it. And then Corona really hit with full force. We're sitting there working on our relationship and then we can't see each other for two months. Right. That I just was like, how can things get worse? Right. In the midst of all the Corona stuff, you know, as much as that sucked, things did get better. I went out and I got a house. I'm independent and I'm happy and I got a new job, new birds. <laughs> I just, I just, every, literally everything changed. It's the end of the year. I'm looking back. I still have a lot of scabs that are healing. <laughs> My hair is coming in nicely. <laughs> I can honestly say that, yes, I am a different person. I, the, the girl from 2019 is dead. Mm-hmm. And I'm a new person. But I prefer the person that I am now. Right. Of course, there are some cons, you know, with age. 
one becomes more jaded and less uh-huh. trustful. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm proud of myself for uprooting everything. So I guess once again, to anyone who's listening out there who may be going through something similar to what I went through, it's going to get better. Keep working on it. You'll hit your rock, rock bottom eventually. Yeah. Everybody does. <laughs> I just felt like I'm just letting go and I'm going to let go of all the things that I'm afraid to lose and just burn it down and build it back up. Everything about my life right now, I'm just like, I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I mean, you should be proud of yourself. And I think, I mean, as your sister and as somebody who was seeing right before my eyes, you know, knowing that you weren't happy and that something needed to give, but there's not anything that I could do except for just hear you, hear what you were saying. And if you asked for it, give you my opinion. But even my opinion is I'm not living your life. Like I'm not living those moments with your boyfriend. I'm not living those moments at work that you were going through. And so you were the only one that could really decide what was right for you. And you know, speaking of that, what's right for you is really the key phrase here. Like you in your situation, what was right for you was to say, okay, my relationship's not right. This is how I'm going to work through making that better. And in this case, it meant working through things with your boyfriend or, you know, trying, but that might not be the case for everybody listening to this. Mm -hmm. If you're in a relationship that you need to get out of, Get out of it. Right. I I just feel like that's really important to say, use this as the encouragement to do what you need to do that is right for you and your situation. Don't use this as the encouragement to stay in a relationship that you oughtn't. Yes. And see, that that's an excellent point, you know, because my boyfriend and I, we have an unconventional relationship. You know, it's just not normal. Like, we don't do things the normal, traditional way. The right thing for us... I don't believe was to separate because we do love each other. And I wasn't in an abusive relationship. We love each other. We had to just shake each other and be like, wake up, wake up. We got to do something about this. If we don't, we're going to lose each other. I feel like when I tell my story, it's so opposite of what most people are like. And I was just unhappy and I left. I don't give a fuck. He can go regret his choices. And that's good too. That's a strong You know, if that's the right choice for you, but I'm like, and I told him, I'm going to leave, but you're still stuck with me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I'm going to leave, but not really. (laughs) So you best watch it because you get 50 more chances and maybe some more after that, but you're getting there. (laughs) Well, you know, there's no recipe. There's a different prescription for every single situation. And some situations demand a cutoff. And some don't. Right. Some you can just realize, okay, there are steps to be taken. Here are the steps. I took step one. Yeah. And then I took took step two. It's such a simple concept, but I think that I know I forget that that's just relationship 101 is it's work. Relationships are work. Mm-hmm. They're worth the work mm-hmm. if you're with the right person. I feel like I hear stories of people who are married or people who are still together and they've gone through some shit. Mm-hmm. And if they had just been like throwing the towel, they would have lost such an amazing thing. Right. There's no right answer. It's very hard to tell the difference between 
towel needs to be thrown in. This isn't right. Mm -hmm. And we'll hang in there. Right. And you'll be better for it. It's hard. Obviously, I can't say one way or the other for any given person what the right answer is. That's why I said at the beginning of this, you. Exactly. You are the only one who can know. It's like you said, it's so hard because you can have everyone shouting. (laughs) You can have everyone shouting at you. This isn't right. And if you're not ready to accept it, you will justify everything away. You Mm -hmm. will rationalize everything away. You're not going to see it. So it's so hard. It's so hard to, to, what is it called? Honest and just objective about. Yeah. What is, what is this relationship and what does it mean? Yeah. So listeners, I mean, let this episode serve as your, you know, the shaking you by the shoulders moment. Introspect. Is there, mm-hmm. is there some shit that you need to take care of? Mm-hmm. Again, not just relationships. I Anything. mean, if you're unhappy at your job, if you're just not happy where you are in general, or if you're, if there's something that you think could be impacting you in a negative way, but you're just like, well. Or people. Yes, like friends, yeah, family members sometimes mm-hmm. that you just have to draw a line. Right. Anyway, getting back on track of summary of the year for me, mm-hmm. I feel like that's Please something do. that has improved this year is I want to talk about me. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're joking, but we're not joking. <laughs> Honestly. Yeah. Is, is being real about like, you know what? It's okay to talk about me for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I got it because you got to take care of yourself. And sometimes, you know, just can we focus on me is taking care of yourself. Yeah. And sometimes you have to you have to scream for it. We Mm -hmm. had the doctor episode air already. And that's pretty much what that one was all about was you have to be the one sometimes screaming. No, me. Yes. Let's take care of me right now. Right. And. You know, stemming off of that, I feel like one of the biggest changes in my life is being miserable and not really understanding why. And then you come up with a reason and you talk about it and you're like, I don't trust myself, though. I don't trust. I don't trust what I feel. Mm -hmm. I don't trust that what I'm feeling is what reality is, Mm -hmm. you know, and constantly feeling like, Missy, validate me. Mom, validate me. Mm -hmm. All my friends, validate me. And you're all like... Yes, Chrissy. Yes, you're right. Your feelings aren't wrong. And I feel like this year I'm, I've gotten so much better at I feel something and I'm like, no, I'm not crazy. I'm not being dramatic. It's how I feel. Now, of course, there's always that fine line of, yeah, <laughs> it's not, you shouldn't necessarily always be like, I'm always right. My feelings are always right. Because sometimes your perception isn't always reality. But I don't know. It's one of those things where if it walks like a duck, if it talks like a duck, it's a duck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, and some of the things that were going on, it's like, that's so obvious. Yeah. Why do you need that to be validated? Yeah. I've made this analogy before where it's a spectrum where the left is, you know, you only care about you. Fuck everybody else. It's all about what you need and what you want. And you have no problem. And all the way on the right is, I don't want anything to be about me. <laughs> I don't matter at all. I'm living 100% of my life sacrificing everything for others, my emotions for others, my time for others. All we're saying is go left a little bit. Right. If we're we are further on the right side of that spectrum. So all we're saying is that for our personality types yeah. and people who might be seeing a little bit of this in themselves, we're not saying say screw everybody else, but we are saying 
baby steps, practice coming to the left a little bit. Mm-hmm. Become more aware right. of the patterns in your head yeah, and the thoughts in your head and the things that your your reactions and your behavior, just become more aware of it. Right. And if it's fine, it's fine. But if you don't really like it and it makes you unhappy and there's something that you could do to change it, just become more aware that where the opportunities to change are. Right. Good Lord, that was heavy. Yeah. That was so Sorry, heavy. you guys. Sorry I told you about all my... <laughs> it was so... My things and stuff. Important, though. It's so important. Mm-hmm. It, it has been to us, anyway. And I'm married, and so I'm a little bit further in that journey than what you are. But even married couples have plenty, plenty of their own issues and plenty of opportunities to say, oh, my gosh. We, we got to do something. Yeah. It's applicable to everybody. So here we are at the end of 2020. You have made a lot of conscious decisions to turn your life upside down and try to break out of a mold that you were in and made 2020 kind of about yourself. But it was also very, very rough and very raw. So going into 2021... Are you cured now? I feel like I want to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm I'm satisfied with the person that I am now, and I don't need to do anything. I don't need to do any more work. I want to say that because I'm so tired. Mm-hmm. Right. <laughs> but if I'm honest with myself, no, I am not cured. I want to feel more and more empowered to embrace my feelings and not overthink things and trust yourself trust myself and take control of my life and my life is my life and things will just continue to get better and better mm-hmm. the more i work on that yeah i do feel like this kind of thing kind of is a snowball mm-hmm. it's almost unstoppable once it begins because once you start just like i said becoming more aware even if you do nothing you kind of like can't turn that back off mm-hmm. which we've talked about before how we're like Oh, gosh, I don't know that I wanted to see all of this. I don't know if I wanted to think all of this and be aware of all this. Mm-hmm. But being a snowball, it I think it's going to continue into 2021. And the whole awkward aspect is just another layer. I think it's all interconnected, certainly interconnected. But you can feel like your relationship is stable that doesn't mean you're not going to be a weirdo when you go to the grocery store. <laughs> I wish those two things were connected, but they're not. Yeah. It's still not going to fix the fact that when I'm on a call at work and my bird screams, I have to poop! <laughs> Which he does. It's Which he joke. does. It's not a joke. That it's not going to make me feel so embarrassed. It's not going to stop that. But I can say that as far as the no, this is what I want. This is what I'm going to do. It is a snowball because once you start doing that, you're like, that, that was scary. But it felt so good. It feels so good to just be out with it. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go back. Well, I mean, how cliche can I get? But hindsight is twenty twenty. Yeah. A lot of the times that you've been sort of describing this journey, 
there was a time when we all went on vacation to Mexico and we were out at a like a water attraction and there was a natural cliff that you could jump into the water. And I am scared to death of heights. I don't think you're a fan of heights. Mm-mm. The boys stayed in the boat and we decided to go up and do it. I have never been so physically scared of jumping. And I know people do this kind of thing all the time. I'm just speaking for myself. For me, it was insane. And it was so effing scary. And I was up there and I didn't want to do it. The only reason I was doing it is because I was like, you're here. You have to do this. Mm -hmm. You have to. There's no choice not to do this. But I didn't want to do it. Yeah. But then we did it and we jumped and we were down in the water looking up at the cliff where we had jumped from. And I was like, I'm so glad I did that. I will never regret it. Mm -hmm. Now, yes, I'm not trying to belittle your story by, well, you know, well, it's really just a beautiful vacation in Mexico. No. The emotions, if you could like wrap it up in a tiny package, I always think about that as a parallel. That's a perfect example of something that I think everyone can relate to. You know, doing something thrilling that you're so scared to do, Roll, whether it's roller coasters or jumping off a cliff or just doing something that's scary, and then you do it, and then you're like, I just would have been so mad at myself mm-hmm. knowing what I know now. I right. would have been so mad at myself for not doing it. Right. And not to, uh, you know, embarrass the boys, but the fact that not everybody can or does do that. Don't stay in the boat. Jump off the cliff. Jump off the cliff. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Well, that's a wrap on another episode of Awkward's Anonymous. We hope you were comforted to know that you're not the only one thinking those evil thoughts, feeling those crazy feels, or being inappropriately awkward. More than anything, we hope you were entertained. And of course, one of the most important things this podcast can do is to help you meet and support others who thought they were alone. We know it might be one of the hardest things you've ever done, dear introverts, but be bold, be brave, and introduce yourself. Tell us what's on your mind. What has your awkward ass been struggling with this week? Tell us a funny story. We're convinced we're not the only ones dealing with these seemingly irrational feelings and awkward behavior, so neither are you. We'd love to share what you have to say on this podcast just to prove it. And remember, you guys are in control of how many people we reach. Share, follow, like, and review this podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Your feedback is everything to growing a network of weirdos supporting other weirdos. Email us with anything you want to share at awkwardsanonymouspodcast at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at awkwardsanonymouspodcast. Meet with us every Tuesday to discuss all the thoughts, feelings, emotions, and wacky behavior we experience as awkwards. And really anything else we'd never normally say out loud. Can't wait to hear from you. Bye! I read Southern the Book Club Slang Vampires, Southern the Southern Book Club's Guide to Slang Vampires. <laughs> the title is too long, <laughs> clearly. Well, and I am mad at you. I knew you would be. That's why I needed to have the comfort of the recorder being on. <laughs> <laughs> I can still edit out your murder. January 1, I yeah, I'm gasoline thinking. on my license lit- lice. I burnt my hair off. (laughs) And the lice is gone. (laughs) So is my scalp. So is my scalp. I don't like.
like anything that I'm saying. <laughs> I hear you. That's I I know how you feel. You sound fine. <laughs> but this is how I felt when I had my anger episode. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> it just sounds so stupid. For us, you know you're making it sound like you're swingers or something, right? <laughs> Like We're not swingers. Have an open relationship. We do not have an open relationship. <laughs> you know, I'm kind of makes me sound like I'm a swinger too. I was about to say I'm kind of go with the flow. I, I'll do whatever. It's all good. It's all good. <laughs> it's all good in the hood. Down for whatever. <laughs> no, we're not swingers. We do not have an open relationship. End of it, sentence. End of sentence. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that exciting. <laughs> it's not the, the exciting kind of unconventional. I kind of want to give up at this. I not give up like I'm done. I, I'm thinking of leaving this world. <laughs> not that way. <laughs> too dark. Too dark. <laughs> I, no, I was thinking of that movie on Netflix. I'm thinking of ending things, not leaving this world. I'm thinking of ending. Was that better? <laughs> we didn't know if people would get the rest. Anyway, getting back to me. Going back to my series. Can we talk about me for a Can little bit longer? Can we talk a little bit more about me, please? I'd like to talk about me. <laughs> but it's exhausting the other way, too. It's exhausting to Life stay the way that we are. just sucks. And <laughs> it just... I'm just tired and my feet hurt. <laughs> and I'm burnt and crispy. And I just want to give up. <laughs> no. They, they probably should have. Pussies. 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 <laughs>